think probably was the most profound thing that you had said was that you can love almost you can pretty much completely love more than one person your heart was able to do that the romance diva a titillating podcast Welcome to the Romance Diva Podcast. I'm Natasha Pendleton. And I'm Jason Doyle. How are you? I am doing very, very well on this Sunday afternoon when we're recording this podcast. Yes. This is a uh, victorious return for uh, for a relatively new member of the uh, podcast couch, couch posse. Uh-huh. You know. It's only been, what, two weeks, I think? Our yeah, guest is Just two weeks, two mm-hmm. weeks. and Episode and, 18, if y'all didn't catch that one. Right. Three's Company. So that's a little bit of homework. Yes. Uh, Go back to the episode, the first one, episode 18. So, spoilers, mm-hmm. that was about a young lady's life in a thruple. Yes. And so now... We have all three members of the Thruple. We do. On the Romance Diva podcast couch. Yes, or as you referred to it, PCP last PCP. time. PCP. <laughs> yeah, anybody that wants to come on the podcast couch, we're going to call you PCPs. Podcast couch posse. That's it. Unless you guys come up with a better name, this is going to be it. That's what he's rolling with, y'all, so yeah. unless y'all got something better. Yeah, so I know we got some marketing creative minds. How's your week been? Busy. It was graduation uh, last week and this week, so we have been swamped. The event planning side has been chaotic, but a good chaos, so I take busy over not busy. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, so yes. Busy works, um, so we just finally got almost everything out. I just waiting on some customers to pick up some of those last-minute orders, because I think the last graduation we did um, is Tuesday, so... Got some people picking up some stuff probably in today. Hopefully they come in quietly and read the note on the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's always a good test to see who reads and who does not in our society. And more with likely the they're the not. <laughs> yes. But that's okay. But in the meantime, congratulations to anybody who's got the graduates and their families yes. and things like that. It's a very special time. I, I'll, I'll never forget getting to show up to my daughter's graduation and, and being just a beaming dad and all that kind of good stuff. I so, thought you were going to talk okay. about like your graduation back when you know chisels and concrete were a thing. Well, I mean, I, I, I listen. We, <laughs> this was the eighties, nineties. We're talking about. I mean, Look, first I year saw that 90s. old picky post, and I was like, okay, big hair, don't care. Listen, I had, I had some, I had some vibrant red hair back in the day. Boy. And, I was like, what oh, is yeah. this black and white photo? <laughs> right. Well, that that was actually from uh, one of the first concerts I back in my day. Okay. Should I even mention the radio? It's a local radio station in Oklahoma City. That's the top 40 radio station. It's where I got my start in my radio career. Nobody wants to listen to this kind of story. They want to hear about sex. Yeah, I was just laughing. Yeah, but, I, you didn't even have to go into it. But, I was literally talking about how nostalgic it was. Uh, yeah, it was nostalgic. It was nostalgic. But yes, I had big hair back then. Yes, you did. <laughs> but I was with a rock and roll band. and I mean, hey, I still have a crush on Slash from Guns N' Roses. So. Well, <laughs> I still have a crush on Slash from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I, mean, I like that. I mean, I, did, I am a child of the 80s. I do remember. I bet I went in fact, before you do. <laughs> probably do, but I mean, I have seen them in concert. I have seen Guns N' Roses. That's oh, another. damn. You got one on me there. So that's the, but I've only seen them once, and it was like toward the end. So it wasn't as joyous an occasion as some of the previous concerts I've heard were. So, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Toward the end. 
So, I, I guess... I have a documentary on Hulu. I was actually watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a documentary junkie, so I, I, I love documentaries. So. But you guys came for sex, so let's get on with it. Well, let's talk about our guests. Let's have our guests introduce ourselves. I, I know Olivia. Yes. So, Olivia, <laughs> welcome back to the Romance Diva podcast. Thank you. Who'd you bring along this time? I brought my wife and my husband, Cammie and Brian. Hello. Hi. <laughs> all right. And I got quiet all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll sure be did. all right. They'll perk up here in a minute. So that these are our guests. And as you know, we are a sexually explicit podcast. So at this point in time, this is your warning. If you just kind of stumble into us and everything, we're trying to figure things out. Well, the Romance Diva podcast is a podcast about romance and relationships and all those things that come around with it. And that includes sex. sex. So we talk about sex and relationships in a very frank manner. We just let folks open up and live their true lives with us. So if that's not your cup of tea, well, there's all kinds of other cup of teas out there for the or cups of tea is what I should have said. Mm -hmm. If I was going to be proper grammar here, but the cups of tea uh, out there, you could find all kinds of different podcasts that are maybe a little bit more of your taste. But this is your fair warning. After this point in time, we're probably going to talk about some stuff. Mm-hmm. For lack of a better word. Right. We might come up with some better words later, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. So let's talk a little bit about if you want to be a PCP or throw some questions our way. You, we need to reach How out to reach Natasha. Me? Yes. So you can follow me on Facebook. That's Natasha Hauser Pendleton. You feel free to message me there. You can also hit me up on all my social media accounts, which is Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram. All of those handles are OKC's Romance Diva. You can also email the podcast if you have something that you'd rather email opposed to send on social media. That email address is the Romance Diva Podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you need to get in touch with my businesses, as you know, I sell sex toys and I'm an event planner. So, you need some sex toys, that's thepleasurediva.com. And if you need an event planner, that's Unforgettable Events, OKC, on Instagram and Facebook. So, that's how you can find me. There's that. And, of course, we said, as we were starting this uh, episode, you may have a little, uh, uh, you know, homework to do if you want to catch yes. up with. So, that Threes Company episode is on our website. which Episode is, 18. Yes, episode 18. And that is found at theromancedivapodcast.simplecast.com. That's, once again, theromancedivapodcast.simplecast.com. And, of course, you can catch us on all the popular streaming services for podcasts like Apple Podcasts and all that. And, by the way, if you want to help this podcast grow, I know at least on Apple Podcasts they have a rating system. So if you like what you hear and all that, give us a thumbs up or give us multiple stars or something like that. You know, we love multiples around here. So, (laughs) you know, so let's make sure that uh, we keep us around and all that and give us a little rating on your favorite podcast uh, distributor if you don't get it directly from the source, which is the Romance Diva podcast.simplecast.com. All right, let's get on with the show. All right, all right, all right. So. Welcome back. Thank you. So soon, too. I know. I still got to get my baby mama back. She was like, (laughs) episode four. I'm like, got to get her back on the couch. She's slacking. I was excited. Yes. I I mean, the positive reviews and, you know, feedback that I was getting myself, you know, really just 
inspired me to come back and talk to you and bring the fam. Yeah, mm-hmm. we yes. I feel like home. we all know each other now. <laughs> so, um, since the last episode, how'd that go? Um, it went pretty well. Uh, there was uh, somebody who felt the need to reach out to uh, somebody from my past and. Uh, that's something that I can do myself, I can take care of, um, and it is something that we have already moved on from, so um, we, we can fight our own battles. There's there's no need to bring up or rehash stuff, so um, I get it was a sensitive topic, um, but also at the same time, I feel like some of my uh, words were, may have been misconstrued. I was in no way placing any blame. Um, for anything having to do with my children or anything like that on this person. Um, so the story you think you may have is not the story that you think you have, or is not the actual story. Mm-hmm. So um, just just know that, you know, we handled that. We, we fought our own battles for that. You know, we have moved on, and we don't need to rehash all that. And we're here mainly to spread awareness. We're here to... Um, celebrate the love that we have as a as a couple and or a thruple, you know, all three of us together. And you know, we don't really want to spread hate and the the hateful things that were said were not okay. So it's never it's never a good idea to ruin somebody's day over something they had no, no idea, idea even happened. So it was like yeah. a bad game of telephone because right, like, she uh, was like, what not, I, I, I was like, what did I do? <laughs> messaged me as well on Facebook because oh. I still had her there. Mm, so she sent yeah. me the same message, the same screenshots and So yeah. It's we it's all something had our closure. Yeah, it's something that I mean I'm kinda glad happened because like she said, you know, we I was able to close that, that chapter, chapter and we were able to kind of talk things you know, talk about things that needed to be talked about and that's also kind of another reason why I'm back. I mean that guy that gave me a lot of empowerment getting to hear the podcast in the future, you know, like I really like when the podcast came out, I really needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. And I was able to let go of a lot of the past issues and I was able to move on. And then, you know, that happened. So it was, you know, it, it opened up a experience that I got to have to close that chapter of my life and move on from that person. And so while I'm glad that it happened, <laughs> Um, at the same time, I can fight my own battles. <laughs> I will have to say, I was glad about the way you handled your Facebook post. Mm-hmm. Because in situations where we feel like we're being attacked or someone's, you can, your emotions can get the best of you. And you can say things that once right. you put them out there, Can't take everybody, you know, because yeah. even though if you deleted it or whatever, somebody's already seen it. and somebody. So I was proud of the way you actually handled mm-hmm. it because I was like, Oh, she put her big girl panties on all the way for this response. <laughs> Look at her. And I don't know me. I'd have been like, you know, so, <laughs> so posting so, yeah. screenshots and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. So I was like, okay, she did that very tastefully. Okay, all right. I said, not my stubborn tourishness. <laughs> so you hey, got a tourist too. I mean, uh, I love them already. Then, <laughs> when's your birthday? Twenty ninth of April. 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, since 
It's Camille? Yes. Okay. So since you guys weren't here last time, and y'all is new to the couch. So t tell, okay, I'm going to start with Brian. So I know she presented this to you. Because if y'all was listening, if y'all listened to the last episode, 18, y'all will know how this originated. We ain't got to go all the way backwards. But, so she brought this to you. Yes. Um, so we heard, we heard her side of how you've kind of taken it. But from in your own words, did it, was it a shock? Was it, how were you when you, when she presented this situation? I definitely would say I took it as a shock for sure. I mean, it, it was an idea that was kind of just brought up out of the blue i mean it was maybe talked about at the beginning of the relationship but it's been three years since yeah. and i mean yeah yeah just a complete shock i mean yeah definitely <laughs> took me for a loop but honestly probably one of the best loops so very grateful for it so would you say um because i know you've had this you've had these feelings and you, you kind of suppressed them before in your past relationship. Mm -hmm. So, did it make you feel some type of way um, when she presented it to you? Like, did you not feel like you were enough? No. Um, I mean, she made it clear from the get-go that she found females attractive. And... I do too, so I can relate. So, you <laughs> He's know. like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I think this could work. <laughs> um, but no, the whole idea, um, that was really my mom's main concern is, you know, is my son not enough type deal. Um, but I honestly just saw it as her trusting me enough to be able to fully open up as to who she is and what it is that she wants to do. And... I'm not here to stop her, so. Just yeah. here to love her, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, one thing that she said to me last, or two weeks ago when we talked about this, which I found, I think probably was the most profound thing that you had said, was that you can love, almost, you can pretty much completely love more than one person. Your heart was able to do that. Do you feel... How do you feel that's possible? Like, what makes you think that you can just, you have enough, you just feel like you have, I know, like, when I have kids, I'm like, okay, I love all my kids. Yeah, I mean, it's but, essentially the same thing. Like, I mean, you have all this different type of love in your life. Like, the way that you love your mom is completely different than the way that you love your kids and the way you may love your husband. The way I love my husband is completely different than the way I love my wife. I mean... It's two very different types of love, and that's the way that I, I look at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, <clears throat> no, I'm not comparing it to loving, you know, her the way I love my mom or anything like right. that. It's just, it, it's the way you can have multiple friends and love multiple friends at the same time and how some people are able to have multiple best friends and they just have that love and that respect towards each other and, you know, just having that open communication as well you know that's the, the that's big the word big, well, the, big the big word <laughs> the big word is communication but um the way I love my husband is completely different than the way I love my wife and it's that that's how I look at it you know I can love two different people wholly 
just like I can love my best friend, love my other friend who's right. been in my life. You know, because before, before uh, him and I ever started dating, he was my best guy friend. Mm-hmm. And my ex-best friend was my best girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. So it was, it's essentially like that. Same thing. Loving, loving them two different peoples just because they're in two different sexes. So. My best guy friend's an asshole. <laughs> but I love him He's tattooed on my back. <laughs> it's a good laugh. Um, so Camille, you were, you're the last party person to this party. So how does it, how does it feel? Honestly, no different than if I'd known them for years. I was just talking to Brian about it the other day, honestly. Uh, I was like, it just feels so weird that we've only known each other such, like, a short, short amount time. of time, but I feel like I've known them, like, my entire life. And it's, it's, it's... Are we at a year? Crazy over how comfortable... Over a year. Yeah. Okay. Just over. Yeah. 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 Was it March? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he they give me our... remembrance. Look at you. The day our son was born, actually. year old, I guess. Yeah, the day our son was born was, was our anniversary, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. And I gotta admit, um, Brian, you do make some pretty babies now. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> they are my pride and joy. Those, those babies you. are gorgeous now. They look thank chunky, you. but they gorgeous. Uh, they eat very well. <laughs> hey, they're just healthy. They're just healthy. They are adorable, though. I was like, oh my God, thank you. you make some cute kids. Thanks. All right. Mm-hmm. Guess you got some good sperm count. <laughs> so, um,. We had people send in some questions that they wanted to ask because, you know, people are nosy. And so they had some questions. <laughs> well, questions. people are nosy, but didn't you ask for, like, questions the last couple of weeks? Anyway? <laughs> I mean, Shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> Sorry, just pointing out stuff. That's all. She asked for questions, them. too. We want all the questions. We, we want to get as much awareness out. And she know. asked for questions her damn self when yes. she made the post originally, too. So all right, all right, all right. attacking all right. me like that. I, there was no questions. attack. There was no attack. Just fact <laughs> So, okay. So one of the questions we got was, how do you guys make sure everyone gets what they need in the relationship? I mean, communication. <laughs> Talk right. about it. Like Sometimes we explain it to other people. Like, sometimes one of us can give someone else something that someone else can't. Like, Brian likes to wrestle. He likes to play fight. Yeah, she told us that one. Not, yeah. You ain't. She, she ain't the player. No. I'm, I'm not afraid to wrestle with him. But then there's things where, like, if I need help with, say, postpartum or, you know, learning about what Liv went through with her birthing experience so that I could be prepared for mine, like, those are things that she can help me with that he has no clue about. Right. So there's things in our relationship that we help each other out with without even thinking about it. And the things that we do think about, we bring to each other's attention. And it's the same, like, in the bedroom, too. Like, if there's there's needs that, like, her and I may be interested in that he's not so interested in, like, you know, 
during our time we can do that you know mm-hmm. and if there's something that they're interested in doing that I'm you know eh, I'm gonna sit this one out <laughs> yeah, <go laughs> but ahead. like I mean I'll still be a supporting player if you guys want I'm me to here. I got your water but, right <laughs> refreshments yeah I'll provide towels, towels. <laughs> but um I mean like it's it's the same thing there like just communicate your needs your sexual needs your you know, emotional needs, your mental needs, you know. If, if you need something, just, just ask, honestly. Mm-hmm. And that. never be afraid to. That's that's another thing is, like, I had to get over that mental hump of, like, oh, well, what was it? I, I was really, like, in the beginning, I didn't really know how to communicate to mm-hmm. Cammie because... This was my first, first ever, time. like, mm-hmm. girlfriend, yeah. you know, at the time. So I was like, I don't know how to talk to her. So what I would do is I would I would go to Brian and I would be like, hey, so how do I do this? Like, <laughs> how do I flirt with her? I have no idea. <laughs> like, how does one I know what talk? I want to do, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to tell her how pretty she is, but I don't know how to tell her how pretty she is because I don't think the You way... just said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like... I would I, I would go to him, you know, and like ask like, well, how do you talk to girls? How did you get me so I can know how to get her? <laughs> so. The thing is, though, she already kind of had me, so <laughs> she didn't really need to flirt. She, was she like, makes me nervous it. too. Still. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Still. Still. Yeah. Okay, so now I will tell you this is the number one question that I probably got from. Several people. And you guys could probably already guess which one it is. Sleeping arrangements. Everybody's like, do they sleep in the same bed all the time? Like, what's going on? Do they have their own rooms? I was like, I don't know. Let me see. I ain't been to the house. So now, <laughs> with the babies, it's a give and take. Because <laughs> they got baby babies. Yeah, no, five can't fit on our bed. But um, yes. for, for the first year, it was a little strained because of our living arrangements, too. Um, we were living in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment, and, I mean, we didn't have the babies at the time, mm-hmm. so it was just us and my other daughter. So, we only had, like, this queen-size mattress, <laughs> and <pregnant>? so, <laughs> yeah, it was strained, <laughs> to say the least. There would be multiple nights of switching, like, but also, Pallets, like, yeah. crib mattresses, <laughs> an extra mattress from my Because we just didn't house. have the funds to go out and buy this whole, right. like, you know, king-size, California-size bed <laughs> to, you know, fit everybody, everybody. comfortably. And not the space to put it, either. Exactly. There was just a queen no bed barely fit. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we did get lucky, like, I mean, we would kind of rotate, um, my daughter would go to her dad's on the weekend, so, you know, there would be that open, open bed, bed, so we, we'd kind of take turns, <laughs> and, you know, there was some, sometimes some fights arose over that, but again, it was just that communication, there'd be sometimes, you know, one person would go off, you know, and spend a few nights, and it, it was really just trying to get used to all three of us being together, Absolutely. and talking it out and like hey you know my back's kind of hurting because i've been on this couch because you know the kids here and all this so. like to be on a mattress right yeah. now. 
So, I mean, it, it really was a give and take. So, I mean... But since we moved from Norman to Edmond, it, yes. it's it's been a lot easier. Um, we were able to get a king-size mattress, <laughs> yes. so it does fit all three of us much easier. So yes, we do. A lot now happier. A lot, you know. Like, ah. But honestly, yeah. with the babies, we're just we're up between balancing Balance. work, the babies, and the other kids in the house. Honest, it by the time it is bedtime, it's we sleep where we drop. It's bedtime. That time is bedtime. Yeah. Is bedtime. Yeah. So I mean, like last night, like my my daughter was up all night. Like she woke up at two o'clock in the morning oh. and just decided it was time to go watch Bluey. Oh, oh. <laughs> so we went to go watch Bluey at two o'clock in the morning. I'd rather she it be Bluey. I would so rather <laughs> yes. it be Bluey. Yes. Such a good show for kids. I yes. do. My, the grandbaby loves Bluey. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. yes, we're we're. Famous. I wish she would look at me the way she looked at every episode of Bluey. <laughs> One of the no, you'll never get that on. Oh my gosh, she's got this little. I call it her penguin thing. She puts her arms out to her side with her fist balled and she moves them. <laughs> and she gets the biggest gummy smile on her face. It it makes you feel so special. <laughs> and she does it to the Bluey theme song every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> yeah, Bluey. Uh, Bluey took over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, thank God, because I was so tired. Oh, I get sucked in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sit there. I had to go tell them, go get in the shower. Stop watching Bluey. <laughs> The Romance Diva is sharing her stories, but we want to hear about your fun, sexy stories and questions too. Tell us your experiences with romance and sex, and we'll share with the Romance Diva podcast audience. Of course, we'll keep the names out of it to protect the guilty and innocent alike. You can find past episodes at the Romance Diva podcast.symbolcast.com. The Romance Diva can be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music Podcasts. You can catch the Romance Diva Natasha Pendleton on social media. On Facebook, Natasha Hauser Pendleton. On Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, OKC's Romance Diva. You can email us, theromancedivapodcast at gmail.com. Check out the Romance Diva's event planning and custom design business at Unforgettable Events OKC on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Now back to more Romance Diva. Now you guys at least have a king-size bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that makes it easier. Yes, it definitely does. And it's pretty cool. We have, like, a canopy bed, so, like, we're, we're big into, like, tapestries, so I went and, like, hung up all the tapestries on it. It looks really cool. And I got LED lights, so oh, no, it's a mood. It it's a mood. Set in the mood. <laughs> Who sleeps in the middle? I do. I was like... <laughs> I was like He's, he's got to he's got to sleep between his cushions. So mm-hmm. get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so what would you? Uh... Okay, I like this one. So if two of you are in a fight, does the third party take a side? The third party is always our mediator. Yeah. It never really picks a side. Um, we always like. I mean. If they're fighting, I'll be like, okay, okay, like, he's right, you're right, you know. Talk I mean, to each other between, separately. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's when the when two of them reason. are fighting, it's always yes. going to cause anxiety mm-hmm. for the other one. So, yeah. I'd ra- me personally, I'd rather just step in and be like, okay, instead of just dragging this out, let's get to the root of this <laughs> and let's move the fuck let's on. Let's deal with it. TV's on. Come on. <laughs> Game is starting in seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, cut this short. <laughs> so, uh, 
so no one really takes a side. You guys kind of have that. Yeah. And and this is where, and and I'm sure it's probably cliche at this point, but with any relationship, and I think we've hammered this in the last episode we did, but communication yes. has to be on the forefront. Absolutely. Because if you can't, if you can't say it, if you can't talk about it, then you're really not getting anywhere because right. somebody could, if you're not communicating, somebody could be resenting the wrong thing or misunderstanding something and yeah. it not even overthinking be overthinking. Oh, don't even get me started that's on like overthinking. The biggest thing. <laughs> With a oh, relation, yeah, well, and plus with a relationship like this there's a lot of overthinking especially in the beginning when everything is so, so new. new like i had a lot of overthinking like oh like what if <laughs> well it's not just well, two minds anymore no yeah. it's three yeah and three different personalities and with exactly. that you gotta know when to take a step back so going back to the whole mediating thing it, it, it's not immediate if there's two people in there that are arguing sometimes you just gotta take a step back and let them handle mm-hmm. it, you know. And but if it's not going to anywhere, what both of them are saying right. But if there's just clashing and it's not going anywhere, you, it's, it's like half an hour. You, you know, they're they're just from arguing. A perspective than they are right. To like sometimes you just have to kind of step back and be like, okay, yeah, yeah. I see why you're right, and mm-hmm. I see why you're right, and this is where he was coming from. Here's where she was coming. Because there's from. plenty of arguments where. You, there's so much back and forth to the point where it gets to name calling, and then it just gets worse, and mm-hmm. then. Nothing. People start resenting situations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And we try to not let it get to that level. We try because to avoid that. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, nothing's going to get solved. Have you guys had, like, a real big blow-up? Or are you guys pretty much... Um, I mean, like, in the beginning, I'd say that there was a few big blow-ups, too. But that was mostly getting used to getting how yeah. we... Because, I mean, that's a... I mean, even as yeah. a... Or even as a couple, it. you're going to have... Yeah. I think when I got married, I think we wanted to get divorced like within the first two months. Like, it was like, okay, this is not for us. We're we're out of this thing. Yeah. So I can get now. You have a whole nother person in this dynamic. So you have to be able to figure out how to communicate like adults and actually yeah. not just. It takes a, a lot of growing up real quick. Quick, because like. I mean, you can be in a relationship with one other person and still have a petty ass, you know, attitude about like, oh, you did me wrong, so I'm just gonna. Oh, I can be petty, (laughs) yeah. But I mean, (laughs) nothing's gonna get resolved from that. And in a relationship like like ours that has kids, that has you know a, a massive amounts of love in it, you don't really want to spend a lot of time fighting. So. I mean, whereas, like, you, my emotions could be high one day, and, like, I'm just in a bad mood, and it's easy to start a fight, and I do start a fight, you know, I have, you know, an inherent, you know, an inherent therapist that loves me and mm-hmm. can see where I'm coming from, and but they could also see the other person's side, and it's like having, you know... A, a therapist, you know, a built-in therapist. A built-in therapist. <laughs> yeah. We don't argue enough for it to really be an issue. Exactly. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, here and there, like any other. Y'all seem real chill. Like, yeah. Yeah. Part, yeah. Just kind of like <laughs> mellow. Like, right. right. <laughs> for the most part, it feels like we've definitely got a better hang of things. Yeah. So, what would you say would be the biggest advantage of y'all's relationship? I already know, in my opinion, it's division of chores. <laughs> division of chores has got to be the greatest part of it. It Day is. Care. When it Day comes care. to kids, I, I would say, because 
We've yeah, got three. Right. right, yeah. Especially one that just started school. She's going to first grade and yes, there's two all that. <sighs> and with how the world is nowadays, you know, prices on everything are going up. Oh, and geez. Not only that, but I mean, I'm a grandma, so mm-hmm. I have uh, grandbabies. I don't want them to go to daycare. Well, I, yeah. I just don't, like, when I watch the news, and then, of course... I've worked in a daycare. Yeah. I don't ever want to do I don't that. want the people around no. my babies like that. And no. granted, things can happen anywhere. Exactly. But I want to be at least, like, when I go pick up my kid, and you can't, you know, teeny bopper watching my kid can't tell me what happened today, because mm-hmm. I'm like, where's her tooth? Why, why is her tooth gone? Or they're sitting in the same diaper you brought them in. Brought them in? Yeah. Oh, you didn't bring any. Bitch, there's a whole pack right there. What are you talking about? I'll send you five dollars. <laughs> you can use the ones that you've got in the back. I know. No, I, I know I you have some extra ones back there. I've, I've got it. I worked at a daycare. Like I know what happens. I that was my biggest thing. That's when I came to Cami and I was like, hey, like either you can go to work and I can stay home or vice, vice versa. versa. But like. I really want someone there at home with the kids all the time. Like, Absolutely. And I was so anti- I didn't my thing was also even with my kids, I didn't want them to go to daycare until they can actually talk. Yeah. Until right. you can tell me what happened. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, my grandbaby's too. She can't tell you what's right. going on. And mm-hmm. I, I cut somebody. I mean for <laughs> me personally, I'm in the car industry so I work a lot of hours. I mean I work okay. eleven to twelve hour shifts. Yeah. And I'm up before the sun rises and I'm home. As the sun is setting, you know, and it's nice knowing that I can focus on my work and know that I have somebody that I trust and that I love that's going to make sure my daughter gets on and off that bus safely, that's getting to school on time and stuff, and it it makes it sound like I'm passing the whole responsibility as a parent to her, but it's not. It's it's finding balance and it's finding a way to just make it all work. work out. For most right. people, their dream is like a career. Like having a lifelong career, making something of their life, and my dream is my family. I I love staying home with the kids. Like, I get stressed out sometimes. Everybody yeah. does. I'm human. I called Liv. Liv had to call me the other day just because I was, she was freaking like, out. I'm, she sent me a text. Is somebody on their way home? Please tell me they're on the way home. I called Nobody her. I was, was like, I'm grabbing my keys right now, babe. What's going on? Like. I was like, Calm I'm down, drowning in screaming. Baby, no one's going to break. Take me somewhere. <laughs> the old senior crippled dog that we have just explosively oh. diarrhea almost on the baby's face. And I don't, oh. I can't clean that up and take care of two screaming babies. And nobody's helping. And I was just, I felt like I was drowning. And <laughs> the fact that she called me and she was like, okay, well, I'm on my I'm way home. home. I will I got be this. there. <laughs> I was like, okay, and I finally got a hold of myself, and I was like, okay, I need to do this, this, and this. I'll take care of you first, you first, and I just needed someone to, you can do this, I'm coming home to help you, Right. you can do it, and that's what she gave me, and it was such a relief, (laughs) even though she wasn't even there yet. (laughs) You know, there's power in numbers, and I would have to say y'all are definitely making that work out. It takes a village. (laughs) You know, her parents did say that, you know, it takes a village nowadays to keep a family afloat, especially a big family. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with a big family, it's always something that I've wanted to give my kids, because I I was raised a single child, and my mom was a single mom. So, being able to give my kids a loving family and a support system, Mm -hmm. it it's a blessing. It really is. Now, Camille, your family is very supportive. Mm-hmm. Would you say, Brian, Olivia, would you say your family would be the same? 
more or less. It was an adjustment, I would say. Yeah. For my mom, it was an adjustment. At first, she's very set in her ways, mm-hmm. and that's just how she was raised. Yeah. You know, she was raised with parents that are very set in their ways as well. And it, it took her some time. So she came down from Houston to see us for a little bit, and that's when we kind of brought it on to her about Cammie being pregnant and all that, and she made it clear. She's like, I will learn to accept this, mm-hmm. but I do need my time to learn to how. Now. And that's essentially yes. what my mom told me, too, is uh, she was like, I, I accept you. She's like, I want you to know that. I accept your relationship. It's just going to take me time to get used to it. And that's, I mean, I'm not trying to take away from anybody who is transitioning or anything like that, but it's essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. She went from a life of, both of our mothers, you know, all, all of our parents went from a life of thinking that their kids were going to only be with one other person. Right. And now it's like, oh my gosh, you're going to ruin your marriage, you're going to ruin your life. And it, it was like, you know, a lot of those, you know, a lot of those at first, but it was just like, you know, once we got them to see and like be around all of us and see how we all three interact and just see, you know, it it was easier for mainly, you know, it was easier for her family to see it mainly because we actually live there with them now. So, Mm -hmm. um, they're able to see like our day to day lives and see how we can interact with each other and see that we are for real about this and we're not just doing it to piss them off or be a phase or anything right. like that. It looks good on TV. Right. <laughs> right. She, yeah, I mean, I guess our mothers just didn't really know how to accept it, but when they took that time, it's beautiful seeing it now. I mean, uh, they look at Cammy uh, as a member of the family. I mean, when they look at those babies, it all just, they, yeah. it all yeah. makes sense to them. I mean, the babies helped. Well, yeah. How the babies helped? I don't care. I was a teen mom, so. As long as my babies are loved, I don't care. I know my parent, my mom, how could you, you know, but then when the baby got here, it was like, oh, this is the perfect thing in the world. Right. Didn't you just tell me I was going to be nothing? (laughs) (laughs) Were you just telling me how irresponsible I'm being? And now, because it's perfect? Right. I still don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I feel like that kind of did soften them up a little bit, having the baby faces looking up at them, but, um, you know, just... I really thought my parents were going to take it a lot harder than they did. But at the same time, her parents are younger than our moms are. Yes. So they they do come from a different generation. generation. So my parents mm-hmm. are in their 40s. Yeah, and my mom's uh, 65, 1965 is when she was born. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do the math. But <laughs> yeah, but now but yeah. I guess my mom's something to talk about now. Oh, she's yeah. with a co-worker. She's just like, girl, let me tell you about my son. <laughs> 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 and they were so, that's the thing. He they got had two wives. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the thing. They had the same anxiety that we had about our relationship, too. Like, I I had a lot of anxiety. I just came out to my co-workers like, I just told him about my relationship, and honestly, what gave me the empowerment to do that is the last episode, the last podcast, and when it aired, I was like, you know what? I was like, let me go ahead and give you all the tea. I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't care anymore. You'll go, so, you'll like, go take a listen. Yeah, like, I actually, like, you know, I actually came out, and it was, it was great. Like, I just, you know, I, but I, I realized, you know, I spent 
I, I've worked at this job for almost a year now. I spent almost a whole year just in, you know, hiding it because mm-hmm. I was like, it's, it's such a saying? taboo subject. Yeah. Like, they're going to talk about me behind my back. Like, but, you know, was, I was like, when this episode came out, I was like, who cares, you know? Yeah. Well, let like, it's, it's one, it's your life, but two, the thing is, people going to talk no matter exactly. what. I'm starting to realize as well is that this type of relationship, it's starting to become more of a norm mm-hmm. in, in a sense. I was telling people my People may be hiding it, but it's right. a norm. Yeah. So my coworker asked me, because I guess I, I wear funny socks and stuff to work, and I wore one with pineapples on it. So he was just like, are you a swinger? He's like, I just noticed the pineapple socks. <laughs> He's like, and then you wear, you wear two wedding bands on your, on your ring fingers. And I was just like, well... Here's my story. And I tell him, I was like, yeah, I have two wives. He was just like, oh, that's cool. I like to, uh, I like to watch my wife, you know, go have, go have sex with other dudes. And it just, it just, it was a norm. Well, and that is the case because like, I know a lot of people in the lifestyle and mm-hmm. what I learned as I was learning my friends in the lifestyle was, damn, there's so many dynamics to the I lifestyle. Know. It is like, mm-hmm. ah. You um, don't even realize it until you, you get into it. Yeah. I, uh, soon into our relationship, I joined a group on Facebook just mm-hmm. to sort of like support, support questions, group. like how do like I, I was mentioning about this? My and, last episode. Yeah. Um, going into that, there's so many different like names for things, so many different abbreviations. Like, I need a whole so dictionary for the lifestyle. There's like a there's polycule. One. It's like think <laughs> of a molecule and how yeah, it spreads it just off. Spreads it's, off. It, it's named for how a molecule spreads off and branches, yeah. and it's but it's a it's with people. So it's a we're polycule. on the Wikipedia. Can I find this again? <laughs> <laughs> like. I mean, there is this one, this one post that I was looking at. I mean, it was over a year ago, but she had literally mapped out her polycule, and it was her in the middle, and it just kind of branched, branched off out. like a family tree, tree. molecule, mm-hmm. and it was. I was like, oh my god, that's too much. <laughs> There's a lot of thinking involved. I just want to love the schedule. The schedule. Yes, I was like, you what, have to you... think up all of y'all's calendars to like. Okay, I can't go out with you this day because I'm going out with him on this day, but I'm going out with her on that time. So maybe I could squeeze mm-hmm. in. So. How, what does June second look like for you? you got, <laughs> right. Are you free on that day? Because I can get you in from three to five on June right. second. Like these are my off days. These are <laughs> the but times I'm available. Just, so much. I was like, I was like, you know, I I, I brought up the last uh, the last episode. We were we kind of started out as unicorn hunting, but it wasn't just the level of what most unicorn hunters are, and that's like a term, like a, a derogatory it's really term down on in the polyamorous community. It's just a guy with his wife. They're wanting to hook up and just one and done type thing, and. That's, I mean... Basically just a guy looking to see his wife get with another woman. Yeah. And that's that's not how we, like, started out. We were both interested. We both wanted to, you know, do it together. And so, like, I've, you know... 
when I first came into it, I was like, oh my god, am I a unicorn hunter? Am I, like, sitting there making these girls feel like, you know, they're gonna, you know, I'm just gonna kick them out the next morning? Like, I don't want them, I don't want to do Uber's that. Your Uber's here. I was like, oh my god, I don't want them feeling like I'm taking out the trash. Like, I, and that was, like, another big thing for me. I didn't know how to talk to girls at all. So, like, when she started talking to me, I was like, yeah, you could come over. I mean, like, if you want, like, totally. Her shyness totally up to you, though. Her Please don't think so we're trying to kill though. you. <laughs> it was so adorable. It was so, she was trying so to be so careful, like, and so, like. Respectful, because yeah, I knew. She did so much to make me feel so comfortable. I had a lot of single friends at the time, and they're just like, oh, my God. God, these this couple messaged me and they're not knowing that I was, that was yeah. you know and, and it wasn't ever me that they're right. trying to get with or anything but you know I've had friends in the past just yeah this couple made you know messaged me and just made me feel really weird so like on these apps that we were on I would like never message and he'd just be like yo why aren't you messaging girls and I'm just like don't know how I don't know what, what, to say. Panic. <laughs> what do I do I would go to him and be like so what do I say? <laughs> yeah, I'm I, going to my husband to ask him for advice on how to talk to girls. Yeah, <laughs> I actually I have did. to thank a friend of mine for getting me on the app that I found them on because I went over to stay the night at a high school friend's apartment and we'd been friends since middle school and I'd gone through like maybe like a couple girlfriends, couple boyfriends in high school, you know going back and forth and the night that I stayed over she was like well things didn't work out with your last boyfriend you know things were on and off for a long time and all it did was just wear me down Mm -hmm. break me down all that she was like why don't you try women again and the app that I found them on was a dating app for or is a dating app for lesbians Mm -hmm. and so I went on there, and I was like, oh, I, I didn't really expect to find anything. I was on there a couple of days, probably only went on maybe once or twice, because I was on I probably Tinder or whatever else, and then I found them, and I was like, okay, I don't normally message couples. I really don't, and it was normally couples that were messaging me and making me feel kind of uncomfortable, so mm-hmm. I could see where that, where comes, that comes from, from. Yeah. but they didn't do that. Like, the way that, the pictures that they posted, the way that they looked at each other, it was just, you could see how comfortable they were in their relationship, and it wasn't just like a, oh, I need something else. Oh, I I just, I need more. Because wasn't that the agreement that you guys had when you did present it with, present it to him, that Mm -hmm. you guys needed to kind of work on you guys first, and Mm -hmm. then add? Yeah. Okay. Well, and so they looked so like whole together I almost didn't message them. I was like, why would like, you be looking for someone else? <laughs> they don't want anybody so together. <laughs> they look so great together. <laughs> they do. And so I was like, you know what? Why not? So I was I was having an emotional day the day that they they texted me back too. I think it was like the day after I sent Snapchat requests to them and I was like in my feels because I just started my period and I was like just getting in the bath with some Epsom salt because I was hurting so bad and they both started messaging me and I was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) she's all blushing in the bathtub (laughs) they made me feel so comfortable from like the moment we started talking and it has just 
only gotten better. It she really still has. almost turned around three times coming okay. at us for the first time. What if I died? <laughs> but then, uh, but <laughs> the final thing that was like, I was like, you know what? I don't have to wait. on one of those podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Disappears. On our way. Well, no, that final time that I was like, you know what? I have to do this. I felt so strongly I had to do it. I just had to go. And the final time I was like, you know what? If I die, I've done everything. But like, he's like, all right, like, Lucky if I die, I die. First time I smoked weed, I was sixteen. <laughs> I, I drank at seventeen. I don't need She's to wait like, till twenty-one for that. Check yeah. this. Check the bucket list. Whatever. The big Meanwhile, stuff. she didn't know we're over here having our own panic attack. We're sitting here Shady. deep cleaning. <laughs> you know, we're deep cleaning the house. We're making dinner. Oh, she's and gonna like this. You know? <laughs> Spraying down, like oh taking like God. showers. She and... made like the best. I cooked, so like I actually cooked oh. like a decent homemade meal. <laughs> it was so good. Must have got the recipes. It. it was so good. Got like Trapper be like, "This is what it's like every day." You really did. They don't do the breadcrumbs out by the mailbox. Here's your dinner to be like, "Look, we got the new Spider-Man." Movie. What do we watch? Yeah, we got the new Spider-Man movie. What did we watch? Like three movies after we watched like the Spider-Man movie. What Friday two? Yes. Um, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, we kind of jumped around to different types of dra- dra- genres until yeah. <laughs> like almost midnight. Yeah. And so, like, by the time I left there, I was like already, I don't want to say so in love with them, but I pretty much was. <laughs> it was so quick, though. So, because you, you did say it happened pretty fast. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. So, did it happen fast for you as well? Like, did you go, okay. I think this is going it, to work. It did, because it was about a couple months we were doing the back and forth, and, you know, the drive from Norman to Edmond, and she drove a truck, you know, that gas adds mm, up. That goes a little. A 2001 Chevy, too, so yeah. it was a tank. <laughs> so, I mean, after a couple months of the whole back and forth and stuff, you know, she gets into a really bad argument with her sister, and next thing you know, mm. she's packing her shit, she's moving on in. So <laughs> they invited me. Yes. Yeah, we did. We you did. make we it did. sound like I invited myself. <laughs> so what had happened with that was... Um, um, you know, Zoe, you know, my daughter, she, she started, you know, coming around and, you know, Zoe, she, she fell in love with Zoe and Zoe fell in love with her. And we knew that this was something that we were going to have. And I mean, it was scary, like, but also at the same time, we just had such a good connection with her. And I, with, with Zoe, she just in love with Cammy. I, I don't know what it was, but... Well, the first night we met, she gave me a hug goodnight. And they said that she doesn't do that with people. She, she just really needs. doesn't. And it's... So I felt so special. It's like animals, though. Yeah, animals it really can, is. And our animals, animals can love sense her. when they like someone and yeah. when they hate know, when they don't Ari like someone. still them. have a little beef. <laughs> Not at first. Ari Not was first. all about you, and then, I mean... Her dog, Chevy, was all about that's us. That's when she got pissed at And me. so... <laughs> that's when the cat started hating me. was when I brought my puppy yeah. Like, okay, that's but enough. I mean, <laughs> our animals, you know, just took to each other. Like, her animal took to us, and our animal took to her. So it was... That, that was just another indicator, too, and... Um, our daughter is actually the one that asked us, like, you know, Mommy, can Cammy just, like, stay all the mm-hmm. time? And I that's when she was I having cried. I felt so <laughs> special. And it wasn't it was really, so nice. it was never planned or anything. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was never really a, uh, it was a 
the spur of the moment thing. It was. Me and my sister had <laughs> this one of those huge blow up fight. Like yeah. it had been brewing, and we had just been building things up and building things up, but not realizing it. And then, just one little thing, while I was at work, just everything spilled over. She started throwing my stuff out of our room, like basically kicking me out, and like my stuff was in our backyard. Yeah. Like. My she grandmother, <laughs> my, my late grandmother's jewelry was in a trash bag. Yeah. Oh, wow. I yeah. was upset. It was pretty, it was pretty rough with that too, because that, we still hadn't met her, her dad or her oh, mom and okay. just, so y'all know, just, um, <laughs> picture her dad, oh, uh, <laughs> as a younger Bruce Willis, okay, <laughs> but jacked, I mean, this man, I could probably hug his arm and still not touch <laughs> my hand. It's like, the size of my head. Like, his, like his man hands can encase our son's head. <laughs> it's, he's huge. He's huge. So, that was scary. I mean, so scary. I was so scared. I was like, oh my god, this dude's going to think we're going to kill his daughter or something. <laughs> like, the first time they met was at our gender reveal for our son in I November. Was literally oh, wow. shaking. I I mean this was not this our relationship has not been conventional in any way. We're not going out and saying, Hey, you have to do polyamory like this, but this is just how it happened for us. But And it just we got lucky that really it happened lucky. to work out <laughs> as well as it did. So it doesn't always work out. I don't know what would have happened. But in this um because, of course, when I messaged you, mm-hmm. communication is always important. Because I was like, that's not what I... Wait, what? <laughs> but this is a closed... Yes. Throuple. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Not looking to add any more parties. No. This no. is it. No, no more no. molecules. We huh? do... No. We, <laughs> no. But we do make the joke about my best friend joining. <laughs> <laughs> because she was mad because we took her. Oh. She, she had to given do... me an offer a few months before. And I was still in a relationship with my ex at the time, and so I was still in that whole monogamous, no, I could never, blah, 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 but he wanted to sleep with her too, so, like, he was with it, but Mm -hmm. I was like, "Mm -mm." no, we ain't doing it. I don't know about all that, but her boyfriend was down as well. But he's a cheating piece of shit. I don't really like him. So, <laughs> sorry if you're listening. <laughs> but not sorry. <laughs> don't name any names. Nope. Listen, I caught him on Tinder in his own, in his mother's house. Like, I was staying the night, five minutes on Tinder, freshly broken up with. I found him. Wow. And I mean, she is gorgeous. If you're listening, you are absolutely gorgeous. I love my best friend so much. She is so. I mean, she could do so much better. Yeah, I mean, just let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know. I bring it up every now and then. I'm like, hey, you gotta come see your nephew slash son. Um, (laughs) Could you even deal with another one that (laughs) way? I mean, that's that's she always might have my number. More attitude than both of us, though. That's always my number one question: is how do you deal with two women? Mm-hmm. And when you grow up in a house and a family of nothing but women, it because I makes it say, a lot easier. Like, are your are your periods in sync? 
Well, we're still kind of recuperating. Oh, well, yeah, you just had the baby. I still haven't, you You haven't got, okay. Yeah, so, because we're breastfeeding, so we still haven't had that, but. Well, and she found out she was pregnant, like, so we haven't fresh into the relationship. Mm -hmm. So, I was the only one having periods for three months while she was, you know, Mm -hmm. spewing her guts. Yeah. Growing a child. (laughs) How did you deal with that? Like, I would have I would have been like, you know what? I'll take all the overtime I can get. He's literally <laughs> the most patient man. On I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Join the club. Join the club. You know that <laughs> is an amazing. Mir- that is a miracle. It's an amazing marital aid. Yes. I can testify. <laughs> it is a mood enhancer for me. I, yeah, being I pregnant without it. it was hell. Yeah. Oh, but before you prepare for, I mean, even before I got with Olivia, there was about six to eight months where you just, I had gotten out of a really bad relationship and this, that's a Houston drama, but, <laughs> um, yeah, you, you take that time and, you know, you take that time to yourself to really focus on your mental health mm-hmm. and. Once you figure out that, it, it's a lot easier to go into a situation like this because you're more, much more level-headed, and if you know how to deal with one, then certainly you can deal with the other one. Because yeah. I really don't know. How old are y'all? I am I'm 27. 27. 26. 26. 21. Oh, so you're the baby. <laughs> <laughs> My stepmom calls him cradle robbery. <laughs> <laughs> it's five years. These are your cool. Actually, here right now. I like I like making fun of their graduation years because he's fourteen, she's fifteen, and I was the poor class of twenty twenty. <laughs> we didn't get a finish. I was gonna say she was COVID. She didn't get to even graduate. She's a COVID baby. <laughs> she didn't even have Unfortunately, one. I had oh, to graduate wow. middle of July. Yeah, my daughter was middle of summer. Yes, middle of the summer at nine in the morning. With get this, I love it. 420 in my class. Oh, yeah. I love it. I was like, my son has to show up. So I was kind of like, what is this nonsense? I had to watch my sister walk across the stage. They just said her name, and I was like, I only got four. (laughs) We got tickets to our graduation. We only got four. So we got to give only four tickets to four family members, and it was so hard. It was so hard choosing. But you know what? It was still fun. I still got the experience I wanted from high school. I'm done. I don't have any more school to deal with other than helping the kids, and I'm cool with that. There you go. I want no more. This question um, is actually the last question I have here. So, it says, is everyone considered 100% equal when it comes to the overall relationship, or is there such a thing as an alpha in this particular dynamic? I feel like it's pretty equal. Yeah. I, I mean, so. maybe in the bedroom there's going to mm-hmm. be an alpha, but... <laughs> <laughs> so who's the alpha in the bedroom most of the time? That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, she don't like to wrestle, so do you throw her around a couple of times and you got to be a little bit more sweet and gentle with her? You know what? <laughs> don't let her fool you. <laughs> oh. Don't y'all do this to my oh. Olivia now. <laughs> <laughs> now, she, she looks told me... Innocent. Uh-uh. This was my she photographer. She took Judy out. pictures. Can y'all get her back into the photography, please, so I can get my Judy pictures back? 
Oh, I'm working on it. I'm I know. Get it. that baby a camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, she throws me around. Now, let me. Don't want her looks full you. Now, that's not what you said last episode. Uh, okay. It's, 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 it's a, we, a we can switch. <laughs> we can switch, but damn, I love it when she gets very, you know, Hands. dominatrix, I guess. <laughs> so, you got a little dominatrix in you, Olivia? That's sexy. <laughs> See, now what she had me thinking was that she was more of the shy type. Yeah, she follows you. I like to. I like to be. I like to be the submissive sometimes, though. You know. I do like it when she does that too. So, do you like to be more dom or submissive? I like both. Both, both. is so Oh fun. no! Don't let Listen. her fool you now. She likes to be submissive. I'm a pillow princess, but <laughs> really? but I can definitely. See, now I wouldn't like, have got that with her. She can dish it out though, like she can definitely dish it out back, but she she definitely likes. But I'm a little more awkward about it. I'm still like, if it's too far, if it's what I'm saying too far, is that too much? But also, we were the very first ones to ever give her an O. Yeah. Oh. Well. Yeah. Thing for two years, but hey, Leo was a powerful thing. <laughs> so yeah, convincing. There was there was that she she they definitely never experienced me. that. Blind <laughs> sinker, right there. <laughs> but it's definitely been a major learning experience, though. It really has. It's been a major learning experience, and. Now with two babies, trying to find time to have that alone time. Thankfully, we live with Grandma, who is willing to help. Our uh, our code word is bear shitting in the woods. Yep. Oh, that's, okay. a cold, that's a cold phrase. Code phrase. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we took it from my parents because we had this annual float trip in northern Oklahoma, over by Tulsa, and we go every single year, and at some point during that nine mile float trip we stop on like a sandy beach for some snacks, refreshments and the parents tell us there's a bear shitting in the woods and they disappear (laughs) they disappear we don't hear back from for maybe half an hour and then they're back back to us, we've caught like a fish and a little puddle you know yeah All cool as can be. You know, she says this isn't on an annual trip. This is like an every night thing. I hear grandma say, <laughs> we get a text in the group chat. We get a text in the group chat, bear shitting in the woods. <laughs> Alright, well, I gotta go, I gotta go take a couple puffs of my pre-roll, and then I gotta go take care of grandpa, you know, I got, that bear got shit in the woods. <laughs> gotta take care of that bear. So when it's our turn, we're just like, okay, now we gonna go do this. <laughs> we gonna go put on our pre-roll, and... <laughs> We're now go. this bear is going to go shit in the water. Right. Okay? And this bear going to take a little while. It's going to take a little while. Man. Boy, okay. my, my bear has been hibernating for years. You need to find you some woods. Man, you got to explore. Get yourself yeah. out there. Yeah, my wife uh, believes the Amazon should go away. <laughs> Man. Not Amazon drivers. She loves the Amazon drivers. It's the woods, you know, the jungles. It's that part of it. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, Brian, I take it you stay the dominant? Yes. Yeah. We... Do you ever have a submissive moment, though? Uh, that they, uh... 
to a point, I would say yes. Um, they they've tried to get me to be more submissive with stuff like the whole handcuffing type stuff. It ain't me. Okay, he <laughs> says they, but really he means that they tried it before I came into yeah. the picture. We tested some limits before. There's there's some things that are a hard, hard no. no. <laughs> He's um, like, yeah, no, that's not that hard no for me. <laughs> But, I mean, you know, with the experience of all three of us together, I mean, there is some times when, when you like to be a little submissive. I mean, he's not going to try anything. Yeah, So, have you ever just been the plank in a teeter-totter? Not understanding that. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate for me. All right. You know, he's You're the plank. Right. You're the plank. <laughs> okay. Teeter totter. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, like, All right. that's, that's our favorite. <laughs> that's one of our first go to, and then we then we work from there. Then it's kind of like, all right, you put me where you want me. And then I. <laughs> mm-hmm. As long as we get somewhere. She's like, as long as those O's keep happening, <laughs> girl. You don't know what it was like thinking for two years. Man, I don't know how I did it. I don't know why no, I did I faked, it. I faked a couple of them O's, so I know what that's like. <laughs> that was a sad I've, time. I've <laughs> faked one or two in my time, too. I was like, oh, God, why am I here? Yeah, it was more than one or there two. There was actually, <laughs> yeah. she had never seen Magic Mike before. Uh-oh. <laughs> and there was this, I, I got her to watch it, and we're sitting there, and my my scene, my, my scene is, oh, is, is the, it the pony one? No, no, no surprisingly. Joe Mangly Hangly Dangly is what I call him because she really does. Mangly Hangly Dangly because of this movie because he's he plays Big Dick Richie. Yes. So I mean it's Mangly and it's Hangly and it's Dangly. So. Well, it's gonna leave you Mangly, really. It's gonna leave you Mangly so, and it's Hangly. But, I mean, they gotta bend all the way over and get on the board. I mean, his, his, his last name is also so hard to pronounce, and I'm not even gonna try. It's just. <laughs> I mean, it's but it's, it's that scene. It's the scene where he goes into the 7-Eleven, mm-hmm. and they're like, they're high as kites, and they're like, make that girl smile. And Okay, so the scene comes on, and I'm having her watch it, and then she watches it, and then I was like, okay, I gotta tell you a story. When I was with my ex, there was one time when we were doing stuff, and <laughs> this movie was playing in the background. I whole ass paused. Whole ass pause. I was like, wait. Hold on. This is my part. Like, no. Because <laughs> it just wasn't doing it for me. Like, there, it was very far and few and in between that we ever did anything. Uh, so, I was your just like, I'm going to yeah. watch the scene. <laughs> Table that comment. <laughs> so, Hold yeah. On. That, watch this. I've never done that, but uh, done that again because. My my attention is kept at all times. <laughs> all right, Brian. <laughs> Camille, look at y'all. Y'all keep her attention very well. Yes, they do. But I mean, yeah, that was that was just a funny story that I had to say about that. <laughs> there was one day uh, she had gone over to her family's because she went up to go see her grandma, and we were like, "Yeah, we'll come. We'll come pick you up." And we still hadn't met them yet. And so we're just like, okay, yeah, we're just going to pick you up. Like, <laughs> and he kept pushing to meet them. Because he's like, well, I want to know who you're living with. Like, and I want to know, like, who got yeah. you pregnant. Like, but I knew that he still, I knew that my Him. dad. <laughs> and he did it. And he did it. Well, like, and me too, because I was just like, 
<laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh my god, what are they gonna think of me? Like, <laughs> I'm the one that wanted this. So I was like, oh my god, like, we're pulled up to the house. I'm like, okay, get in the car, get in the car, get in the car, get in the car. <laughs> okay, now turn around, let's go. I think I was pissed off at my dad or something, too. So I was like, y'all, I really need you to hurry the fuck up. Get so here, we're just like, okay, go. We're here, like, get in the car. Like, no, I'm gonna throw, throw, yeah. I'm gonna throw some love their way and say that, I mean, they, they did nothing but make it very welcoming and yeah. very open Once the first did time. finally meet yes. and saw how we interacted. I mean, on the way home from when we were driving over the first time, I told them, I was like, I am in complete amazement by yeah. these people. Shock. I mean, they were just very open-minded to the idea at this point. They they made it known what their expectations were and whatnot and it was came up to me and hugged me and was like you're so pretty and just walked off and i'm just like anytime i would go over there after (laughs) that like anytime Liv wasn't around my sister would be like oh my gosh she's so pretty like the first time that she saw Liv, she had to pull me to the side and she was like you did not warn me that she was that fucking pretty. <laughs> I was like, yes, I did. You I called you she's absolutely <laughs> she's mine. <laughs> I was like, she's absolutely stunning. I told you verbatim, absolutely stunning. How do you not like get warning from that? So after the and first was, time, you know, there was a second time, and then after the second time, they're just like, if y'all want to just start coming over every Sunday. Because we were living out of an apartment and we're sharing washer dryers that half of them don't even fucking work. So mm-hmm. we'd just be like, yeah, we'll just come over every Sunday. We'll do some Bring laundry. laundry. <laughs> you know, they, they they were like, yeah, use our Tide and stuff, pods, and We would like... just watch a movie and stuff. And then that was going on for a couple months. And, you know, with her dad, she, he has a very bad back. He's been not able to go to work because of that. So, you know, she's trying to run this house by herself. And she's just like, hey, you know. We understand your apartment situation. You got all these babies. You need a you know bigger There's arrangement. Better. How about you just come okay. on over here? We love you guys. And from there, we've just been able to kind of build that relationship more and more. Yeah. And seeing them with the babies every day and stuff. I, and the way they just accepted amazing. my daughter, too. Because mm-hmm. that would be a big thing that for me. Because you did bring a yeah. child into right. the relationship. Yeah, I was like, that was my big thing. Is, is Zoe going to be okay? Because... I, I was so worried about her because, you know, the whole relationship is a whole new exactly. thing to her. Like, she was used to monogamy and growing up and seeing monogamous relationships. And our babies are going to grow up completely different. They're going to grow up and see that they have three parents. So, to them, it's going to be normal. To her, it was not. And let me just say, her and, stepmom <clears throat> with these babies, she's, I don't know what it is. You can take the most frustrated crying baby She'll hold that baby for two minutes. Not even. Not, <laughs> not even a second. It's that baby will be asleep and happy as can be. She has a magic touch. Like, right? I she feel really like does. Sadie loves grandma more than she loves anyone. And I was really Probably. nervous. I, as a first-time dad, I was so nervous because I was just like, well, I don't know how to change your really diaper. Was. I don't know how to quiet these babies. I, I barely so knew good. how to hold hold them right, you know? And she's there teaching me and watching her do it. It gives me the confidence. It was just... Yeah, yeah. He was never really around babies that much because, like, all my friends, you know, I'm more of a 
reclusive friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll cheer you on from Facebook. I love you so much. Like, <laughs> if we want to, if you want to hang out every once in a while, that's cool. But, but I like my home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least a month in advance. Yeah, morning. I like my home. I don't like to get I out of my sweat. <laughs> yeah. So I just, you know, with that, we were just never really around any friends that had babies. He he was an only child, yeah. so he didn't really have that experience so that was like a major thing for it for him was and even was... now you know like if if lives at work and cammy's mm-hmm. getting a shower you know getting the five minutes of free time free that time. she gets away from these babies and i have them and they start crying and stuff and uh, here comes grandma instantly and she's just she'll help out so much guy. she really she, does well, she's more of a hands-on mm-hmm. she she can't tell you how to do it she has to show but yeah. she'll do it yeah it's just a natural thing to her mm-hmm. she my dad likes to say that she was born to be a mother and oh my yeah. god like seriously yeah. yeah some people aren't so just seeing the relationship progress from us being terrified to meet them to now c- calling them family, family. and it's yeah it's crazy and in such a short amount of time, too, in less than a year. And isn't it crazy how sometimes someone that you've known forever, yeah, and then someone we that you've known for such a short amount of time, yeah, four to five months day. of them knowing yeah. them, my parents, like, they met in November, and we were living there by the end of March. Yeah. And the way that they have, help, have helped me structure, or build structure for my daughter during such a hard time because you gotta think like she's starting school for the first year um on top of this like she just you know she just met somebody you know who's coming into mommy and bb's relationship and so you know there's that too and she's got her questions about that and we answer her questions to the best of our abilities age appropriately of course And, you know, but we, we explained like to, to her, honest with her. Yeah, we explained to her that Mommy and Bibi and Cammy all have a lot of love to give to each other. Just, just as much as we have a lot to give her and her new siblings. And so, not only did she have to go through that, she, um, <clears throat> she's still kind of getting used to the fact that her dad, you know, she only sees her dad on the weekends, yeah. and um, I always try to build that relationship, too. If he ever asks for more time, I always give it to him, and um, if I ever... We like, we have a, a, a really good version of our co-parenting. Right. Um, I don't think I could go over and eat dinner with them again, but I mean, we do our best, and um, I think we have grown a lot of that communication but he even had questions you know too whenever uh she went over there one day and was like hey mommy's friend cammy and he was just like who is cammy and so you know we had to explain you know we are in an alternative relationship and you know surprisingly you know he he did accept it and he's been very respectful of our relationship and he doesn't try to um come at me or or use it against me in any way and i'm really appreciative of that but um you know there that there there is those questions that kids do ask and we we have to explain it to them age appropriately and sometimes that's so hard but she's like six Six. yeah Yeah. she's six so it's hard to explain as well because this is new to us as well well it's even hard for adults sometimes to get so i mean what do you expect and and the crazy thing is that 
you could explain this situation to an adult, and you could explain this to a six-year-old, and the six-year-old's going to be more welcoming and oh yeah, well, than the adult. The adult's going to have eight million. That group on Facebook that I mentioned earlier, we even went on there and asked how like people. anonymously yeah. for help, like advice, like here's our situation. Now, how do we explain that to a six-year-old? And a lot of the things were coming back that we, you know, we were doing it appropriately. Mm. Um, there was there was those that were like, no, if you're in like a polycule and you're you have like twenty different partners, no, you do not need to be bringing your kids around. But this is just one extra person. They were just like, you know, if you guys are going to be together for a really long time, then. I don't see it being an issue bringing, you know, your kids around. Yeah. And so that's why I, you know, I, I always had that instinct of I need to have a relationship with somebody before I bring my kids around them because I never know what this world is like. Well, and that's even if, I mean, I did that as a single mom. I didn't let people yeah. meet my kids I'm because, kidding. I mean, He no. didn't come around <laughs> until about four months into our relationship when he was... He actually like came and saw mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I would video chat with her, and I would tell her goodnight, stuff like that. Yeah, just kind of slowly ease your way into it, and mm-hmm. yeah, I actually met her very quickly. I, that yeah. was one thing that always did kind of bother me, especially in dating and just mm-hmm. knowing friends. Was mm-hmm. the introduction to, of their kids to yeah. whoever. And I'm like, if this ain't somebody, if this is somebody you fucking, why are you introducing your kids to them? Right, <laughs> you know, right. because you, one, you don't know, you don't, you haven't really learned that person. Right. And, you know, not to say anything bad's going to happen, but you don't, you don't know you people. And know. you have to, as their mother, I have to be protective of mm-hmm. my kids. Especially in today's so, day, the number of missing children, yeah, it's, like, and it's unreasonable. I just, you know? I just mm-hmm. couldn't, like, even when, when I was dating, like, you know, even before I got married, you know, it took me a minute before he actually met my children, and it was just because, and then, I mean, it took even longer for him to actually take my children anywhere. Yeah. It was like, oh, in the, yeah. alone? Without me? What? To the park? <laughs> the fuck are you crazy? You know, so, but, it, and that's just the parenting, but I guess overall with you guys' um, your dynamic, just because I, you know, I knew who you were, and I kind of knew your story just about, you know, your previous relationship and different mm-hmm. things when we were taking pictures so i would say that in meeting all three of you guys now it was actually like oh wow <laughs> they really want this to work and they really have they really have their shit together which you know for you guys also to be young says a lot too because some people do overthink things and mm-hmm. some people do think, well, no, this will never work. And no, you can't live like this because this is, this is not the way it's supposed to be. And the problem with that is, is that you can't define my normal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You don't know what's for me. You know, I have a sister who's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I would rather be her be with a woman that loves her than for her to be in a relationship with a man that was maybe abusive, you know, in this Right. So I'm, you know, I I thrive on the fact that she can be who she finally wants to be, and I mean that's to me that's just important. So if you guys could say anything to the people listening, what would be your words of advice, encouragement? What would it be? Um, definitely don't be afraid to ask questions. Like I mean, there is no wrong questions when it comes to being in this type of a relationship, and 
the the places to reach out are you know like there's Facebook you know there's poly groups in there um even like you know national ones just join one and just ask a question and somebody's bound to answer it I mean, there's Reddit yeah there's <laughs> there's so many different well, I mean, that types. Fans came out. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many different types of ways to find help um and and just ask questions. I mean, I'm even a safe person to reach out to if you ever have questions or if you ever have like a question that you need answered. I mean, I'm always here to answer anything. I'm I mean, open to questions as well. Honestly, we we tell everyone we'd rather people ask questions than assume, assume things. And it's it's so much healthier and it's less stress. Communication. <laughs> may sound cliche but very important beautiful word Ryan you got some words of wisdom you get one life to live in this world and I've realized if you're open minded and you're willing to allow your mind to learn new things that you can really expand on yourself and learn a lot more about yourself as well so just stay open minded and yeah if y'all have any questions you're more than welcome to ask me as well I guess, like, I have a question for you is, what would be your words of advice to any men that are in your position or their girlfriend comes up to them and say, you know, I want to feel like, you know, I think this, you know, may be a thing I want to do. Like, what would you, what are the words of advice that you wish you had been told when I came up to you and told you that? I would say you take every selfish thought that you would have about the situation just saying oh yeah it's it's my fantasy being with two women you take that and you put it aside and you listen to what your wife your girlfriend has to say and all that will follow if you listen and apply you will get execution out of it that's it's that simple well damn on that (laughs) note i would say I think they handled that pretty well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have enjoyed And, Brian, I, you know, the last podcast, I, I, I know you've listened now, but uh, one of the things I wanted to say was it was a, I was so glad to hear a male consider his partner's feelings at a time that you didn't necessarily have to because it was a brand new relationship type Absolutely. thing. So it was great to hear that. And so thanks for standing up for making us good guys look like good guys. <laughs> well, not only that, but and if he heard it in the podcast, her smile. Oh, yeah. When yeah, she, she would smile. talk about you, she would smile. <laughs> she It would glow. She would definitely glow when she talked about you. So at that point, I was like, wow, she got she got a good one. Like, he listened, he didn't make her feel bad, and like you just said, applied. Like, he was like, let's work on us, and then, boom. You will get everything you ever needed and ever want, I promise. I mean, and he's 27. Where are the 46-year-old guys that do that shit? (laughs) (laughs) What happens when they hit over 40? They just, they fucking forget everything that happened. What happened? What happened? Oh, God, I hate the dating scene right now. This sucks. <laughs> I digress. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap, let's wrap up some business. Uh, yes, yes. We've only got one thing rolling because we ran the batteries down in that thing. <laughs> My bad. Okay. 
So, so. go figure, Natasha ran batteries down in something. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is rechargeable. I don't run no batteries down. <laughs> <laughs> But as always, we thank you for having uh, coming to the Romance Diva Couch. We love our guests, and that's uh, this is the first time I had uh, this many on the couch at one time. So. I actually remember three bitches. Three bitches. Oh yes. Now that we, we had four. Yeah. Oh God. I guess we did. Yeah, that yeah. one I had to turn down a little bit. Like, yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah that, that one was a that was a lot. Okay, so I guess. But this is the first time I've had you know a male a and his couple. two wives. That's it. That much is true. So I, 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 I'm, I'm hitting first right now, baby. There we go. There we go. And if you uh, like this podcast and you want to find out more about the Threes Company that we've been telling you about, Olivia's first appearance as a PCP, part Mm -hmm. of the podcast Couch Posse. Yes. Uh, She's an alumnus. You can find that (laughs) on the Romance Diva Podcast.simplecast.com. That's the Romance Diva Podcast.simplecast.com or any of the major uh, carriers, uh, podcast things like you know Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, those places. And if you want to sit on the couch, feel free to message me. We would love to have you. And if you have any additional questions, we can bring them back. <laughs> so let us know what you got. You know, as as crazy as they may get, I think they'll answer whatever. <laughs> so did you guys have fun? Yes. yes, thank you guys. Well, we had a big us. blast having you guys, and thank, thank you, you so much for coming on and, and speaking your truths and, and just showing how great it is when people do open their minds and that you can learn about you can different learn other more about yes. Thank all the listeners as well. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to our stories. And... Yes, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and that does it for this edition of the Romance Diva Podcast. See you.